Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no ads, no data selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated financial personal app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Look, this episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. What's the best way to help you and your finances thrive? The answer can be overwhelming with all the financial misinformation out there. Fortunately, you can turn to NerdWallet's objective finance journalists to set things straight and help you make smart decisions with your money. I can't front. The nerds have helped me get smarter about a few things, like planning my tax bills so that I don't dread April every year, or making a budget that's balanced, not just buying sneakers and fly clothes, or saving on travel because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night or maybe a five-star dinner. Or boosting my credit score, since we all know credit is like the real-life cheat code. The nerds also explain the real impact that the latest financial headlines could have on your life. You'll get the clarity you need to make smart decisions with confidence. Smart money is the smartest way to get even smarter about money. Let NerdWallet's trusted experts untangle today's web of financial misinformation. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you? Well, thank you. Also, I think it's important to talk about how to f- fully, what is what is having a black business really mean? And um, mm-hmm. even black businesses that sell. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, a lot of times when black businesses sell, there's, um, there's a, a tremendous push on social media to, to call them a sellout. Or to, you know, and you actually are hurting the valuations of companies and um, your negative comments are costing people hundreds of millions of dollars mm-hmm. because a company is like, OK, well, now if I buy a black business, I'm going to have to deal with pushback that I don't have to deal with if I buy a white business. Mm-hmm. So just that devaluation might be mm-hmm. 500 million, but I'm only paying 300 million. But what you don't understand, what you guys are failing to understand is that 
liquidation events usually are the only time where you can actually get a large sum of money. Even if you have a hundred million dollar business, you might be running on thin margins and you're not really, you're not really making that much money. Mm -hmm. And if you, now, if you get $300 million, now you can actually affect change because it's been, it's been actually proven that black people usually spend money with black people. So now the entrepreneur that just sold their business for $300 million is going to, it's going to circulate back to the black economy somehow because she'll probably start a new business, right? She'll fund. Or be a fund, be an angel. She's going to invest in other businesses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's going to hire black people. Mm -hmm. It's it, this is going to trickulate, and it's going to be actually more beneficial than if she would have kept the business because now she might be only making a million dollars a year. Right now, she gets three hundred million. We need we need more uber uber rich black people. We don't have enough outside of sports yeah. entertainment. So it's like a lot of people that's uneducated on social media with negative comments. Um, you don't, you don't realize how dangerous you are because you actually do have power yeah. because you you control social equity. So your, your one comment leads to a domino effect of a thousand comments. And, um, that, that leads to a variety of things that happen outside of the realm of your understanding. And you're not, you're not able to understand what, what you're doing, but you're actually having a very negative effect on black businesses and black economy period. And just from a negative standpoint of just negative comments, like, yeah. you know, it's like, um, you just gotta be very careful of yeah. using words like, Oh, sell out or oh, you did this. or like, I'm not supporting anymore. No, it's just, it's, it's something yeah. that I think, you know, you just gotta be extremely careful of because, um, without knowing it, you're, you're, you're actually part of the problem. Yeah. Because you're, I mean, you're a customer base, right? So if said company is saying that they're going to buy this company, for $500 million, right? They're looking at it like, well, if I buy for 500 million and 20% of your customer base says they're longer, longer supporting you because I'm buying it, then the valuation comes down. So we gotta be mindful of the position that we're in, right? That we should yeah. be feeling like, hey, this is an accomplishment. Yes, they can now pour it back. They've now reached a certain level. They can create new funds. They can give new opportunities to other people rather than saying, Oh, the product is going to change because you sold it to this company now. And what people don't realize is most businesses don't even make it to the second generation. So, what what would you rather have? Would you Absolutely. rather have? Would you rather have a black entrepreneur that starts a business that sells it for four hundred million dollars? And like I said, the odds are they'll probably start another business, so it's gonna they're gonna circulate this money somehow. Or would you rather them have a business that is successful that runs into the ground and becomes Jet Magazine? Because you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to bail them out. When they when they, when they're bankrupt, when there's no longer support, when they when when people are saying that they're corny now, when they become fubu, right? And now they're yeah. saying that no, they're just corny, and we don't we don't want to wear their designs anymore. Now, where's the where's the support for them? Right? Where, where's the where's the outcry of damn? We should have supported this company. You're not gonna raise a fund to give them four hundred million dollars, and that's not it's not beneficial when they go bankrupt. Nobody benefits in that situation. Exactly. Nobody yeah. benefits when the company gets runs run into the ground. Nobody benefits when the founder dies and then the kid takes it over and has no idea what he's doing. And then in five years, it, it's, it's going to be gone. But that's the life cycle of business. Business have yeah. has a life cycle, just like just like people have life cycles. Very few businesses last three hundred years, five hundred years. Of course, that's great. Very rare. Do it, but it's not it's not common. It's not it's not common. So. It's like sometimes you got to take emotion out of it and really think from a from a, a rational standpoint. What what do you what are you getting in business for? You're getting in business to change people's lives, to have a product, but to ultimately make money. Okay, make that's, money. Get, that's, that's the whole point of it. 
Yeah. Should, should the founders that get these large liquidation events, should they be obligated to give a percentage to the community through investing or reinvesting back into the company in the same fashion that we have like uh, other entities do it? Or do you think there should be no obligation towards that? Because sometimes when these events happen, people feel as if, well, that's great for them. But like, what do I get out of it? Nothing. You get, you get you get you, you get nothing out of it. You what did you get? What you, support the product. What you get from buying Nike for a hundred years. This is the thing. And uh, Gilbert Arenas has said something. He was like, "Um, I never heard a white kid saying like the first thing he wants to do is buy his mom a house. I never heard a white person ever get asked, what did you do for your community? Nothing. Did nothing for my community.' Right? Like we we put so much pressure. But that's because the system inherently does for that community, though. Do for look. It's not anybody's responsibility to change the trajectory of a billion people's lives. It's going to happen by accident. That's what, that's, what, that's what I'm trying to get you to say. Like, if a black person gets rich, it's going to benefit black people by accident. Yeah. Now, whatever they want to do on top of that is great. But nobody should be held to this to this standard of, well, what did you, well, what did you do? What did you do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people ask all the time, like, well, what did you do for your community? What did you do for your community? Oh, you, what, you, what are you currently doing? You've been there for 30 years. Well, I'm not a millionaire. Yeah. Okay, you, you could coach a basketball team. You can do you it. Could, yeah, you, you can get the money if you have. You could clean up. You, you could just have a, a cleanup project on Saturday and just clean up the park. It doesn't cost anything. You could have a mentorship program. What did you do? So I think that black people have a problem with um a savior. We have a savior problem. There's no savior. There's, I'm going to be honest with you. A white savior is not coming to save us, but a black savior is not coming to save us either. Nobody's coming to save us. It's a collective. It's a collective. Once you work as a collective, then you understand that every every person in society has a responsibility. Every person in society has a responsibility. Some people's responsibilities are bigger than others, but if we look at it from that collective standpoint, you never see it. I've never seen a Chinese person ever say like, "This is my savior." A Japanese, they understand it. They understand collect. And that comes from the from the communist standpoint, but they also they just yeah. understand that it's a collective. You do you do your part, I do my part, and if we all do our part, then that's how we're gonna rise. As opposed to Michael Jordan writing a check for fifty billion dollars, where's that gonna go? We've seen that happen. Mark Zuckerberg gave Newark, New Jersey, a hundred million dollars. What happened? Charity is not the way. Charity is not a yeah. blueprint. Charity is not a blueprint for success. It's, it's, it's not sustainable. We've seen this in Africa. How much money has been poured into Africa? It's not sustainable. Charity, but we got to get out of this mindset of looking for charity. Do for yourself. Help yourself. Help your family. Everybody help each other. Then that's that's how everybody's going to rise together. Looking for somebody, nobody owes you anything. Nobody in life owes you anything. And I'm gonna be honest with you, nine times out of ten, they're not gonna do anything for you anyway. So you're looking for somebody to, to magically sprinkle something that's gonna change your life. It's a waste of time, it's a waste of energy. Not at all. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. And then sometimes, even if you do do that, it's not appreciated or entitlement kicks in or betrayal after you give happens. Or you didn't or you didn't do enough. Hey, if I gave you something and you switched up on me, can I get my money back, please? <laughs> One time. <laughs> Return to sender. Return Man. to sender, please. Yeah. 
But what do I know? Uh, Rashad, last question. What do you say to the people that said you changed after you went to Davos and you got your reptilian card? Let's end on a, on a spicy note. And we got to talk about the other things, too. Yeah. Shout out to the reptilians out there. Um, <laughs> the card, the card is pending. No, that's funny. You always got to think bigger than your horizons. I never, I never thought of myself. Even when I was local, I never thought of myself as a local person. Like you know, always thought bigger. So, uh, you know, there's always gonna be negative people in this world, but um, I feel like the world is 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 such a big place. You gotta travel. You gotta do business. You gotta learn culture. You gotta, you know, you gotta do everything. Like you gotta, you gotta be in Asia. You gotta be in Africa. You gotta be in Central America. You gotta talk to billionaires. You gotta talk to gang members. You gotta talk to everybody um, <laughs> to get a full perspective of life. Yep. Got but got I will you. say this: <laughs> got you. if you hang around enough billionaires. Whew, one day you'll become one in it. Yeah, no, nah, you got a you got a you great chance. chance. You got just, a chance. just by mistake. Shout, shout out to Neil Davis. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.